Do you ever feel frustrated with how things are going? You two are working hard to pay down your debt. And you're reading these awesome stories where this couple's paid $72,000 of debt in 22 months. Or this couple's wiped out over $162,000 of debt in less than three years. And you're thinking, wow, we're working at a snail's pace. And you get discouraged? Today, we're talking about one couple's more down-to-earth journey to debt freedom. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, the show where we share stories and advice on building up your marriage and wealth together. I'm Elle Martinez. Support for this podcast comes from Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money Masterclass. This course is designed to help you two get on the same page with money, dump your debt faster, and get you on the path to financial freedom. Sign up for the class today and get lifetime access. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash jumpstart. Okay, before we start off, I have to confess, I do enjoy reading some of those stories I mentioned at the top of the show. There's something just fun and encouraging reading about how people were able to slay their debt. And it is amazing that some of them can do it so quickly. But that's not everyone's story. We're all coming from different starting points. And sometimes as we're working to knock down that debt, we hit roadblocks and speed bumps. And guess what? They slow us down. And in some cases, we quit for a bit. If you've ever been there, then this episode's for you. Steve and his wife have paid off their debts. And they've managed things so Steve can work from home with the kids. But it wasn't a smooth ride. There were plenty of mistakes. But they're working together and they are happy. Today, Steve shares his family's journey. In this episode, we discuss how Financial Peace University transformed their finances, Steve's big mistake with investing and how he fixed it, and the realities of making that transition to becoming a stay-at-home dad. One thing I love about Steve and how he writes on his site, My Family on a Budget, is how open and honest he is. He doesn't shy away from sharing either the process or the conversations they've had. For example, when talking about signing up for Financial Peace University, he's pretty upfront with his initial thoughts and motivations. So it's actually kind of funny because, you know, here I was sitting there thinking that I knew I know everything about money and I got it all wired. So at the back of our church one Sunday, uh, somebody was starting a class, one of the other coordinators in our church. And she um, I'm like, well, let's let's go check it out. And I can see how I can fix my wife, you know, because I I wanted to to get these principles into her. And I was like, well, maybe if she takes the course with me, then she'll be more on board with it and, and want to participate more. <laughs> Needless to say, we get into the class, right? And start going through the class. And of course, I'm the one that gets transformed, which was, which was awesome because it, you know, it, it, it put us on our track that we're on today. Mm-hmm. And just by going through and learning the baby steps and learning how to set up a monthly budget and, I guess I, I was doing a budget before Financial mm-hmm. Peace University, but I wasn't doing a zero-based budget. And when I started doing zero-based budgeting and actually, you know, putting a dollar, putting every dollar, mm-hmm. giving it something to do, that made a big difference in our in our uh, budgeting and in our progress. And 
if you've been keeping up with Marriage and Money Tips show on YouTube, you've seen, I did a review for Dave Ramsey, The Total Money Makeover. That book was incredibly helpful for me to actually go from, I want to get out of debt, to we're doing it. And while there is a solid foundation there on the actions to take, both Steve and I have found that the focus on the steps has made all the difference. And then just having this, the baby step goals to work through to get going and, and accomplish one at a time. Because before financial peace, I was at the point where I was like trying to do kids college, which didn't have kids yet. Uh, you well, know, I was you trying were like to... very advanced there. <laughs> well, I knew everything that like we wanted to do, but like we had debt to pay off. We wanted to like build up the emergency fund. Mm-hmm. We wanted to save for retirement. We wanted to build our, pay off the debt, start, start our regular emergency fund. All this, all these different competing goals. Mm-hmm. And what financial peace ended up doing was giving us a roadmap for it. And yeah. telling us, do one thing at a time versus trying to do everything at once. There's a quote that Dave Ramsey has that, uh, I forget the exact quote, but it's like, do one thing at a time and, and focus on that one thing with all of your intensity mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll make more progress that way. If you're not familiar with the baby steps that Dave Ramsey talks about, it's a process in which you're dumping debt and start working towards building your wealth. The first step is getting $1,000 cash and what he calls a beginner emergency fund. You start paying off all your debt, but the house you fill up that emergency fund to about three to six months of expenses. You begin investing, saving for college, pay off the mortgage, and it ends up with the seventh step, you building wealth and giving generously. And using that system, Steve and his wife were able to focus in and pay over $27,000 of debt, including their student loans. And they moved forward. They were filling up that emergency fund to be more robust. They began investing. And the momentum was wonderful. But sometimes things happened. They had to replace some cars and start building the fund again. And most recently, they had another setback. When you're a homeowner, certain fixes can take a huge chunk out. Yeah, so (laughs) we're technically on baby step three, which is the three to six month emergency fund, Mm -hmm. um, only because last year we had to fund a roof replacement. So it drained quite a bit. It's kind of funny when these guys come out, they give you the quote and they say, you know, you can just get financing. I go, no, 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 I don't do financing. I pay for things, you know, and that always Mm kind of catches them off guard. But it's like, I don't want to be on the hook. I like my cash flow where it's at. And it's like, I have the money to pay for it. You know, that's what an emergency fund is, but it's kind of hard at first to write that check. But so we've got, we've, I mean, currently now we're about fifth. I just wrote my net worth post, but we're at 50% funded on our, on okay. our six month emergency fund now, but we're also, we are contributing to retirement and kids college right now. I didn't stop that to rebuild because okay. we've got cash flow to keep it going. So the Goodwins have made adjustments to this plan. It's still going with the general framework of the Dave Ramsey system, but they've adjusted it for their family's situation and needs. And this wasn't the first time that they've done this. When Steve started investing, he learned even if you're working with a financial professional, you have to be on top of your money. You have to understand what's going on and why. And when talking with a financial professional, understand all the fees that are involved, both with working with them 
and with the recommendations they give. <laughs> it's kind of funny because what we did was uh, I, I, I thought I did a smart thing because I was following mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey and everything. And, you know, when he gets up to the investing side, he says to contact an ELP and go to his investing ELP as well. I, I kind of did that blindly, just following the system because it worked so well for me so far. And this is kind mm-hmm. of where it sort of fell apart for me a little okay. bit. I, I do uh, wholeheartedly uh, endorse this system. Like it, it mm-hmm. works completely well for getting out of debt. But then once you get to the investing side, you can still follow the principles, just don't invest like he says. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what I did was I, I transferred my wife's 401k into a, um, uh, an IRA, but I did it with, with an active managed fund. Oh. So I learned the hard way uh, what high expense, uh, expense ratios were, what oh, class yeah. air sales fees looked like. Mm, and yeah. I ended up paying dearly, but luckily, you know, I, uh, after I made that move, mm-hmm. uh, I thought I was doing a really smart thing. So I tweeted out about it and, uh, uh, Scott, Scott Allen Turner, uh, Oh um, yeah. Yeah. He, he nailed me on it and he's like, Hey, wait a minute. You're with American funds. He's like, let me take a look at that stuff. And he just like out of the blue, like, you know, he's just, we're just friends mm-hmm. on, on Twitter or whatever. And he just, he just wanted to say, Hey, you're getting killed on this. He goes, you maybe you need to look at it this way. Mm-hmm. And, and so he started opening my eyes to the expense ratios. Turns out I was paying like 1.5 to 1.7% expense ratio on my portfolio. And I had paid a 5.25% sales fee on the front end. So it's like, oh no. And then, so, but he got me turned around and he got me into like, like talking to me about Vanguard. And at first I'm like, mm-hmm. eh. I, I just made this move. Now I'm going to turn around and make it again, you know, because it's like the, yeah. whole, the medallion signatures and everything. So you have a little bit of running around, but it's worth it in the long run. And um, so then I was able to move it over to Vanguard after that. And then I actually, and at first I just transferred it in kind, you know, so that it stayed the same, the same mutual funds and everything. Yeah. But then, then as I learned more, I actually, I was on, I forget where it was. It was, uh, I think it was on, um, Boggleheads. They talk about the three lazy, uh, the lazy fund portfolio. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I kind of adopted that strategy. It was from I think it was Physician on Fire. He he had posted a nice uh, write up about it. But uh, and and, and I, I read that and I was like, this is exactly what I'm looking for, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. And it's simple. It's 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 not quite set and forget like you say, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it's just like it, but it's hands off for the most part. And, and I was like, so since then, I've, I've adopted that strategy and it's just worked wonderfully. While investing for retirement and getting out of debt were huge wins for the family, it wasn't their main motivator. The good ones don't really care how fast they move towards these goals, just that they're making forward progress. Getting out of debt, though, they were excited about that because it gave them options, including the opportunity for Steve to become a stay-at-home dad. So timeline-wise, mm-hmm. I mean, we started we started aggressively getting on our debt in 2011. 2013, we got paid off. 2015, it took us another year to two years to pay, uh, build up the emergency fund. Mm-hmm. And then 2016 was when my wife was actually going to be able to negotiate a pay raise at her job to where we were taking a pay cut between the two of us, mm-hmm. but it was a doable pay cut because we had enough positive cash flow to make it work to go down to one income and I could stay home with my two girls. So it's, it's been a blessing. I've been, I've been home now since uh, uh, August, August 1st of 2016. Oh, so nice. Years at the end of this year. So it's kind of crazy. 
and it, it was scary to make the leap at first, mm -hmm. you know, because it was going to be a little bit of a tighter budget. So we really had to mind our P's and Q's a little bit. But since, you know, she's gotten another raise and we've, we've kind of had a little bit more cushion. But yeah. like, a big factor was the daycare. I mean, not having to pay for daycare yeah. was a huge portion of our monthly, uh, our monthly take home. So by cutting that out, you know, we're able to kind of make ends meet without having to make as much. And because we've been debt free, we pay for things. We, we, we keep that cash flow free to be able to open up for that one income. And, and yeah, it, it's been a tremendous blessing. We can see tons of uh, positive results from it. I mean, I get better bonding time with my girls. I can pick yeah. them up, drop them off at school and uh, just get that special time to influence them. Cause we were, we were to a point where it was like the girls were in daycare more than they were with us. And mm -hmm. that's, that's just hard for us. It, it was hard on us. And, and I'm sure, you know, it tugs at a lot of people and you got to do it when you got to do it, but it just wasn't worth all the stuff to us, you know? So that's, mm -hmm. that's what kind of allowed us to stay free. I mean, we don't, we don't drive brand new cars, you know, yeah. we don't, we don't live extravagantly um, or anything like that, but you know, we, we have what matters and it's just a matter of our priorities. Special thanks to Steve for being a part of today's episode. If you want to learn more about their journey, the setbacks they've had and how they overcame them, please visit my family on a budget. As always, I'll have links to the resources mentioned as well as handy tools to get you to squared away and on the path to becoming debt-free no matter what speed you're going. And if you are ready to get on the same page, please pick up my book, Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money. It's available on Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, wherever you like to read. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere and Music for Makers. If you want to stay on top of the podcast, videos, and articles, make sure you're subscribed to Couple Money. I send out weekly updates with everything we release, as well as some behind-the-scene and exclusive stuff. Plus, it's free. All you have to do is go to couplemoney.com slash join. Finally, I want to say thank you. Your support has been incredible. Thank you for sharing these episodes with your friends, leaving the comments, and the reviews. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a great week. Take care.